Hey, Taj. Hey. Hey, uh, quick question. You remember that uh -huh. movie that goes, Who's the master? Uh, and everybody master else says, Shh. A what? <laughs> huh? Man, never mind, dude. I can't talk to you about movies. Let me out. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, folks? There's far, there's too far, and then there's us a tad too far where we take a couple of ideas, stomp on them real hard, see if we can drink some wine out of it. My name is Dietrich. I'm with my lovely co-host, Taj. Hey, folks. How's it going? Hey. So, yeah, the cold opening. Let's talk about that. Uh, you ever had a movie that was obscure, that you liked, and you knew everything about it? But then you try to tell it to somebody else, and they were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yes. You knew if they watched it now, it would suck. So you really want to redo it to give it like its great granular entrance of what it should be. For sure. That's what we're I'm talking still, about in this episode. Right. I'm still waiting on a good Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> oh man! Don't hold your breath, bro. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. Don't hold your breath. Um, I'm I'm still waiting to see if they're ever gonna bring back another type of X Men character like Gambit or somebody of that like could actually be used for something. Um, yeah, outside of that, don't hold your breath, bro. All right, but um, yeah, we're talking about obscure movies, movies that may have some kind of underground cult following, but we definitely we're not like blockbuster hits um, on top of that. Um, it's a movie that, you know, had a good premise. And if it were to be remade today um, by today's standards and actually like the, all the special effects and everything that might be put into it, it may actually be a kick-ass movie. Right. Right. So there's a movie that I know of that I, I love and is dear to my heart. Um, it sounds like I'm on a Charlie Sheen kick, but I'm really not. But it just so happens to fall in the same category. So um, this movie is about a guy who um, comes into town. Um, there's a, a girl in town that he really likes, really wants to get to know. Um, and he just so happens to be in a town that likes to race. And there's a local group of racers around there. They're kind of like thugs. And anyway... They catch Are you him. Doing his... the heavenly kid, huh? No, the heavenly. Kid. No, can't catch this one. <laughs> so <laughs> they're trying to um, intimidate him and basically take his girl. The main guy that's running the group was trying to take his girl because either she used to date him or she was somebody that he was infatuated with as well. Wind up killing the kid. Um. You know, in his race car and, and the whole nine, he winds up dying. Well, you know, year or two later comes around and this new guy comes into town and this new guy is like awesome and he's cool. And he's getting to know the girl that, you know, that 
wind up getting with the other leader of the gang. Well, one by one, the gang members and their cars start getting taken out by this mysterious car that comes up out of nowhere with a driver with a helmet that doesn't ever get seen. And the car's got neon lights under it and it glows and it's crazy looking. And come to find out the new guy that's in town. Yeah, I'm telling the whole damn story. I need to go watch it for yourself, though. The new guy that's in town, um, he's actually a ghost. He is the revenge ghost of the guy that originally got killed and he's coming back to get his girl and get revenge on the people that took his life unexpectedly and made a living hell out of him. So he's making a living hell out of them. The movie's called The Rafe. I've never seen that. That sounds exactly. cool. Exactly. It is very cool. The Rafe is so cool because it took a vehicle. Um, it gave it this futuristic body style that almost looked like a, a Lamborghini Garado. Um, just a little bit more stretched out um, and or a P1 McLaren and okay. and literally just um, he looked like a like an astronaut only in all black. And he had like glowing electricity running through him. And, and um, anytime he ran up on one of the gang members in order to kill them, he would like kill them in different type of ways and make them suffer for it. And then he would disappear off into the, into the land. And then the new guy would come around and everybody would be like, well, what's going on? And the new guy's like, I don't know. What, what, what's up? But he was the one that was killing them the whole time. Uh-huh. Came back reincarnated as the new guy, but in actuality, he was the old guy that was the boyfriend that really loved his girl. And because he okay. got he died a violent death, his wraith came back in order to get revenge. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what about in this time frame? What if we brought how it the up? end? Oh, it, oh, how the end? Oh, crazy. Yeah. Um, how it ended was he finally killed off the leader of the gang. Uh-huh. Um, his girl jumped on the back of his bike after she realizes it's him. Uh huh. And then they zoom off down the way, which turns into them zooming into a light, which turns into the lights shooting up into the sky. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he took her to where he was coming from, the whole little universe, and he came back for her. So okay, that was cool as hell. But the reason why I'm saying that in this time frame is because we got all these damn cool cars. We've got all these concept cars. We've got all these these vehicles that can literally go 1,200 horsepower to the floor and, and, and 1,200 pounds of torque and, and the whole nine. And, and what if you were racing in today's cars? Now you're racing Lamborghini Aventadors. Now you're racing um, McLaren you know, 765s. Now you're racing. You're getting with these. Instead of it being just regular, like, sport cars like a Dodge Challenger or a Demon or anything of that nature. You're racing these exotic cars in this rich little town. And yeah, what if this one kid actually went and got an exotic car or a car that could hang with the exotic cars? Because the original car was a, uh, what was it? It was a uh, Dodge Daytona. That was the original car. And he he actually beat the, the main guy in a race and the main guy didn't like that. So he killed him off. So what if, yeah, what if they had like exotic cars 
And in this situation, he got like the most extreme exotic car you could think of with LED lights running in the bottom. You can't even see the wheelbase. Like the shit is like crazy. Spitting flames out the back and just burning and knock over anybody in the place. Like that would be cool as hell. The special effects on it would be cool as hell. The storyline could pretty much be the same, but it'd be updated with the lame go and the whole nine. And right. um, yeah, man, it would definitely be something that would be cool. If they were to redo, would you would you keep the original ending? I would keep the original ending. Um, or actually, you know what? I take that back. I would not keep the original ending. Here's why: the original ending ended off on a great high note. Uh huh. I would make it a little bit more realistic. I, I would make it to where, um, the only way that she could be with him is if she died. Oh, gotcha. Or I would make it to where he came back. He got his revenge. He got to kiss her one more time, and then he returned to hell. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I would end it because that way that that story wasn't meant to be a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You're coming back as a ghost that's killing people that killed you. That does not need to have a happy ending. I'm sorry. I got, I got you. Okay. So that's what's up. So, um, what you got? So what do I got? Okay. So, uh, mine is an eighties British. I think it's eighties, maybe nineties. It's a old British sci-fi movie called Biggles adventure in time. So, uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So the, the guy, it's this, it starts out with this guy that he works for, I think, an ad company or something. And the newest, hottest thing is microwaves and TV dinners. So he's having a party in his like, loft, and they're microwaving TV dinners for everyone. And it's kind of this just weird party thing. It, it becomes a plot point later on. But um, he kind of stuff starts happening to him and then all of a sudden he's thrown back in time uh to uh this uh world war ii so it there's some weird thing tethering this guy to uh biggles i've i think biggles is the guy in world war ii but anyways it's these two guys kind of have this quasi relationship where they pull each other back and forth through time so um there's times where they jump backwards in time during world war ii and jump back and forth and so it but it's and so of course in world war ii there's a whole squad and a love interest for the for the the main action hero guy you know and uh but there's in the present day there's a german that's hiding in london and somehow he finds out that this guy is time traveling because he met him in the past but then he lived to old age in the future. And so uh, he found out a way to send communications back. And so the way the movie ends is somehow the Germans get a helicopter with a speaker that they converted into a microwave gun. But the, the Germans had also de- uh, developed uh, the, you know, the tiling that you put on the outside of the space shuttle. Uh, that special tiling to reflect heat. They had made like a little bunker to, to hide, uh, so that that the that the German soldiers wouldn't get hit. And so one of the big action pieces, like, is they 
they get in there and push the Germans out, and then it's kind of like a Raiders of the Last Ark scene where the guy is melting by the <laughs> microwave rays as they're protected in the little bunker. <laughs> so it's like, but yeah, and so the the movie goes, and then of course it ends, and then you think it's done, and then it has a cliffhanger ending where like um, he's back in this present day and then all of a sudden he gets pulled back into the past again but this time i think biggles and the crew are are tied up and about to be cooked in a fire pit in africa type of thing okay. so and that's how it ended like they never made a second movie but it was kind of this cool like campy thing of like people traveling in time for random reasons gotcha. type of thing so okay it, yeah it, but it was one of those cool. It, it you know, it's one of those things like you you walk, the guy would walk into the bathroom and then he'd end up back in World War Two coming out into like a trench. You're like just like what the heck just happened type of thing. And so that that's you know, I it, did not want to be there. No, <laughs> right, exactly. So so but, it was yeah. kind of like a quantum leap type deal where you couldn't control when he went. Into the into the past or the future, or was it more of a control substance to it? Um, no, it was it wasn't a quantum leap type thing. Um, it was more like a because they were both physically there, like in the past, and both physically there in the present type of thing. So, right. is it it was a weird? I forget if they actually explained the the logic behind it, but it was just kind of this weird. If either one of them called for the other. It, for help and need type of thing is kind of what ended up being is how one got pulled to the other. Okay. So, but yeah, so, but yeah, yeah. But the thing was, is it's so dated now with, you know, microwaves and, (laughs) you know, and having a helicopter with a microwave gun that can micro, you know, melt people that, you know, Mm. it needs to be updated, but it was a good fun action comedy. Okay. I could definitely see that. Yeah. So. And and plus, I was trying to do a lesser known one, you know. I'd always take a newer Time Bandits, but, you know, this is kind of on that same same band. I love Time Bandits, bro. Yeah, that's that's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking about when you started talking about it. I was like, man, Time Bandits was shit. Okay, maybe that's what he's talking about. Nah, but it's all good, though. Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. So, but, but this one, I mean, it had the budget. I mean, it had, you know, shots on London Bridge and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, it, but it's just one of those movies that was like, just came and went, you know, <laughs> type of thing. But it's like, it, and they obviously had plans for a second movie, but they just didn't, like, yeah. <laughs> you know. They went swinging for the fences and didn't make it. So, <laughs> pretty much, but at least they swung. So, okay. right, exactly. That's what's up. So, so. that'll work. Okay, what else did you have in mind? Um, it just you know, bring it more up to date, more time travely stuff. I like time travels. I'm, I'm a sucker for anything time travel. <laughs> so, okay. it just put time travel in the synopsis, and I'm probably there. Like, all right, I'm ready. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Okay. But yeah. So. So uh, other movies that I had in mind was 
the, where the part of the coal opening where I came from, this is a movie called The Last Dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, it, it was about this guy named Bruce Leroy who uh, uh, loves imitating um, Bruce Lee. And um, he basically is is like in Harlem or in like some little some New York spot. And um, yeah, it's it's a crazy situation, man. You not you gotta watch The Last Dragon. You would love that movie. But yeah, he winds up yeah developing moves like Bruce Lee and and moves like Water, and, and he winds up getting this glow, and it got all this eighties like music around him. When you got that glow, your body glows. When you got that glow, and you got this one guy named uh, showing up, showing up. Showing up is like the quintessential bad guy. He he does not like Bruce Lee for nothing. He wants to he wants him to bow down to him as like the ultimate master of kung fu and things of that nature. So yeah, it's it's definitely got an '80s vibe, '80s spin to it. Um, it's all black cast pretty much. And um, yeah, I wanted to redo the Last Dragon with with the updated newer cast and see how the all the action sequences would come into play and trying to be like Bruce Lee and the whole nine like that that would be so cool <laughs> done in like 2021 that'd be straight that'd, that'd be cool I like it yeah so um you, uh just say kind of peek behind the curtain so originally we were t- talking about doing the, the third episode which we're not doing which is like a movie with a different cast but, but a movie that I wanted to do, but I couldn't. It, anyways, I think it's lesser known is Remo Williams. Man, I love Remo Williams. <laughs> right? Oh. I mean, because it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's not a, a cult classic, is it? Or Yeah, it's a cult. It, it's a cult classic. It, it's a cult. Okay. And I think there's a second one. I don't know. Supposedly, there's a second Remo Williams movie. I don't know. If there is, I can't remember it. I just remember the first one where he was spinning and, and duck away from shots, and then he caught one. And it was like, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that was, that was the movie right there, bro. Right. Remo Williams. It, when, and the reason why I originally thought to do it for the recasting episode that we're not doing is because um, I didn't realize, um, you know, it was one of those movies where they had a white dude play an ethnic person rather than cast somebody of that actual, you know, race type yeah. of thing. So, and, and you're like, you know, it, it'd be nice to have it remade where it's not troublesome, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, you can be like, I love this movie and it's not problematic <laughs> type of thing. Basically. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I could definitely yeah. see that. Um, that was a movie that I was thinking about that would kind of like cause a little bit of problems like that. But I think it would be cool as hell. So remember Buckaroo Banzai? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to redo. That would have been <laughs> cool with a new updated alien named Djibouti. <laughs> <laughs> Without the Rasta <laughs> tent to it, um, yeah, I think I think that would be a cool situation if they if they redid Buckaroo Banzai. Okay, all right, I like it. So cool, cool. All right. So, uh, anything else before we wrap it up? I think we're good, bro. Okay.
Well, this has been a tad too far. You can find this on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our website, tattoofar.com. That's T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R.com. We're part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>